Greetings, Bulldogs, and welcome to today's episode of the 1020 Dogcast. Uh, in today's episode, we hope to give a little Bulldog spirit as we give you quality content in 10 to 20 minutes. And ladies and gentlemen, in studio today is recently voted the number one English department in the state of Indiana. Woo! Ladies right, and gentlemen, right. don't worry about that. I was the only one voting in that <laughs> poll. Uh, but we have the English department here uh, at New Albany with us today just to talk a little bit about uh, the course offerings that they have uh, at this time. Uh, if we could, we'll just go around the room, introduce yourself, uh, what you teach, and how many years you've been at New Albany. We'll start with Miss Smith. I'm Miss Smith. I teach senior AP literature and English 12, or I'm sorry, English 11. Um, this is my 20th year teaching this year. Nice, nice. Oh, goodness. Um, I'm Suzanne Ponder. I've got AP Lang and dual credit through Ivy Tech. And I think it's 27 years total teaching, but maybe 23 or 24 with New Albany. So um, I've been around for a good long time. And not only have you been around, but when you're not here, you're usually at home cheering on your beloved Louisville Cardinals, right? Absolutely not. That is, <laughs> that is a misnomer. I am absolutely a Kentucky Wildcats fan. It hurts me. It hurts me. All right, Miss Sillings. Miss uh, Sillings, I teach uh, AP Literature, AP Research, and English 10, and I want to say it's probably my 12th year at New Albany High School. I started teaching in, in 2000, so, um, but I was at a different high school when I started. So, And then I'm Chrissy Faulkner. I do journalism, yearbook, and newspaper, and I've been at New Albany since 2010. Nice, nice. Now, uh, let's, let's start with journalism, uh, Ms. Faulkner. Who, who can take journalism here at New Albany? So journalism is a mixed class. We have kids in there who are 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th graders. Um, some people take it as an elective, and it just counts as an elective credit. The, um, you can also take it as a junior or a senior, and it can count as your English credit. Nice, nice. Um, anything else about the, the journalism um, classes or, or program? Journalism for um, the younger kids who will be there a, a second year is supposed to be an introductory class in case they're interested in yearbook or newspaper or perhaps radio. They learn the foundations of journalism. Um, and the writing is a bit different. It's all nonfiction because it is journalism, so it's fact-based. And, um, yeah, it's written to be read. So unlike your in your English classes when you write papers, usually your teacher's the only one who reads it. In journalism, what we write is meant to be read by others. Love it, love it. And in the blotter, the blotter's been around for quite some time, right? Long, long time. Yes, over a hundred years, I think. A hundred years. That's <laughs> um, a, a, a great tradition. Now, um, Miss Smith, uh, talk to us a little bit about. I know that you you teach AP. Mm -hmm. Uh, English. Uh, talk a little bit about AP Comp, uh, AP uh, AP Lit. What's the difference of, uh, of each? What's the requirements? T share a little bit about okay. that. I'll start, and I was thinking about this earlier. Um, so I do teach AP Lit, which is senior year, and so I think it's good for our kids to know that if they're wanting to use AP Lit as a dual credit course, they need to have taken AP Comp from Miss Ponder. 11th grade year, correct, Miss Ponder? Correct. Yeah. So That's they, correct. it's a prerequisite. So I'll have kids come into my AP Lit class. And we start talking dual credit, and then when I realize they've not taking had not taken Miss Ponder's class, my class cannot count as a dual credit course for them. And so I think kids need to be aware of that. That make sure you know the prerequisites required between AP Comp and AP Lit. Correct. So Miss um, Hackman refers to my class. It's AP Language and Composition um, at the junior level. 
she calls it the flagship of all of this early college stuff that you have to go through me you have to get through ponder in order to get to AP Lit and in order for it to count for, towards a... I love that. You have to get uh, through you Ponder. To, you got to get through yeah. Ponder first. Um, and so you've got to get through that class before you're able to go to AP Lit. So my class is for juniors, and it's very much a writing 101 course, like what you would get at you know Ivy Tech or um, anywhere else. And so I run it like a, a college course. You know, deadlines are deadlines. We do a lot of essay writing. Um, we do a lot of reading. My goal is to just bottom line make kids better readers and writers. And at the end of the end of the day, um, I want to make sure that they write better in May than I saw them in August. And so that's my goal. Um, it is also AP, and so they are expected to take the AP exam. Same thing with Miss Smith's class. Um, so you're getting Ivy Tech credit as well as AP. So it gets a little bit um, confusing for kids. But once you get in it and you and you get going and you kind of kids understand it a little bit better once you you get into the process of it. And so I think when Miss Ponder says get through Miss Ponder, what she means those students have to receive a C minus or Correct. higher, okay, in order for this class to count as a dual credit course. So a lot of classes, unfortunately, a D can still be passing, um, but not in an AP Lit or a dual credit course. A D is not passing; it's a C minus or higher in order to get that credit for um, dual right. credit college credit and for the associate's degree and for the ICC through Ivy Tech my class is the core class that that starts all of that so you you have to have my class to do it got you got you now we, we've said AP a couple times if there's a student listening right now and they what are they talking about they keep saying AP I don't even know what that means just a little bit of what what an AP course means to a student um, well it literally means advanced placement right. so it's an advanced placement class above and beyond an honors level class as Ms. Ponder has stated, it is a college-based class. So we are, um, I don't know how I want to say it, instructed through Ivy Tech or somehow guided by Ivy Tech um, on the expectations and requirements that these kids must accomplish while studying in this AP class, this advanced placement class. So as Ms. Ponder said, deadlines are important. Mm -hmm. we, we really do stick to that because that is a college-level learning skill that these kids need to know. Um, the types of writing are college level and also the amount of writing it is a very fast-paced class at multiple times you're reading multiple things writing multiple things have multiple projects going um, and kids need to learn how to time manage um, self-manage their process through this, these classes yeah, and, and just learn what it's like to be a college kid mm -hmm. kind of in high school which is a lot to expect so miss sillings really she kind of takes over it at the the senior level um, I get them as juniors, and then Miss Smith, and then also Miss um, Sillings knows about AP Capstone and AP Research. I was going to so say, she kinda, that's a good yeah, segue. Yeah, great segue. Here we are. Great segue. To Look podcast. at this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So AP Let's Capstone, AP Research. Talk a little about Miss Sillings. Well, AP Capstone is um, a. I want to say a diploma track is probably the easiest way to grasp it. Um, basically, a student takes AP seminar with Mr. Goodlett as a junior, um, and then they take AP research as a senior with me. To get the AP capstone diploma, which is basically a sticker that goes on your diploma that says that you are a capstone um, graduate, and it goes on your transcript, you have to pass seminar with a score of three or higher on the AP exam, 
and you have to get through research, which is a huge obstacle. I'll talk a little bit more about that with a three or higher. And then you have to choose four additional AP classes and score a three or higher in those. And if you accomplish all that or achieve all that, then you're an AP capstone graduate. Now, in AP research, and that's the senior course that I teach, um, I'm pretty much, I want to say that I'm like, the guide, the tour guide that takes them through because so much of that class is is self-guided. Them, you know, they have to pick their research class. They do one paper the entire year. But it's one paper? One paper. And don't work on it the entire time. Don't let that right? fool you. Don't, yeah. 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 It's one paper. That's all you work on all year process. long. But it's a really long paper. It's 5,000 words. So the average paper that I read at the end of the year is about 22 to 27 pages Woo. when it's completely done. They choose a topic. Can I, can I be really, really quick? Yeah. I don't think through my undergrad, grad, I don't think I ever wrote a 27-page paper. I, I really I don't, don't think I, I did. did. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if I've ever I tell kids, so. like, this yeah. is a great experience. I know yeah. they don't believe so, and it's torturous for them. Right. But what an amazing experience. Because right. how prepared can you be now? I mean, right. yeah. Exactly. What else? It, it becomes laughable if yes. you, you go yeah. to Eng- English 101 at, right. at UofL and they're like, oh, five-page paper. You're like, I just wrote a 27-page <laughs> paper yes. like right. a few months yeah. ago. But continue. I'm sorry. I've had students that have graduated come back saying, hey, I used my paper in mm-hmm. college. Right. And, and the professor was like, you're going to do this five-page paper? And they're like, that's nothing. Yeah, I've already right. achieved that. But basically, students pick a topic at the beginning of the year. They research to see if there's a gap in the research and then once they've you know found that gap they write their research question and then they start to collect the data uh, and do the research to close the gap so it is a year-long process the paper has uh, seven sections to it we write it one section at a time compile it into one paper there's no test at the end of the year in AP research you submit your paper love it love it love it so um, yeah, Miss Smith, you were going to just feed off of something that Miss Silling said that I don't think Miss Ponder and I mentioned. We did mention, so I'm going to go back just the AP um, requirements that at the end of our course, at the end of Stacy's course, um, the kids do some sort of exam or some sort of test. And I want kids to know that that test doesn't define their pass or fail in class. So they they may not qualify on the AP exam. They may not make the three or higher, which you do need. That's considered the qualifying score, and then maybe those kids can take the um, AP score and uh, receive something from their college, whether it be a credit for a class or whatever that may be. But that does not define their class grade. So they may not qualify the exam, but they can still pass the class. Very good point. Yeah, yeah. I like solid. that you said mm-hmm. that for sure. And then also to clarify, this is Celia Gregory here. Um, we brought up the the AP and the dual credit, and those that can get confusing for right. students as well. Some classes are both dual credit and AP, and that's some of what we're talking about here. So for dual credit, you have to have the C or higher in the class um, to get the college credit and with the AP, you have to have the three, four, or five on the exam to get that college credit. And I think it's good to note, and we've talked about this so many times, that not every school will give students something for the AP qualifying score, but most schools will give for the Ivy Tech dual credit because that is an accredited Correct. college. 
credit. Very so I think that's point. very yes. well to know too. Yeah, yeah, and and we're talking about real money here. Yes. Like when we're right. throwing out credits and, mm-hmm. and whatnot, right. we're not. Sometimes that loses context. Right. And and right. and students, if you're listening, you know, one uh, three credit hour course at the University of Louisville costs you about fifteen hundred bucks. Right. So mm-hmm. when we when we start adding that up, it, it becomes very real when we're talking about the money that we can we're save. Talking about dollar signs, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Right, <laughs> serious money here. Um, now, if if you all don't mind, I'd like to switch it up a little bit. We've talked a, a little bit about curriculum and and the offerings that we have here, and again, it's just tremendous for our students. Uh, but uh, would like to get to know you all a little bit more personally. So um, let's talk a little bit about. Um, Are you wha- sure? Wha- yeah, right. <laughs> Let's not open N- this up. Not, not you, Miss Ponder. You're a, yeah, yeah. All about Miss Ponder. We don't want to know about. Yeah, we don't want to know cat fans, right? No, <laughs> no. But seriously, like, um, just curious. Why education? Why did you all get uh, into education? And and uh, all of you are so passionate. You do such a great job here. But just curious, what made you get into this field? Uh, and um, you know, be in it for so long. And we'll start uh, with Miss Sillings. Uh, Miss Sillings, why education? And why did you become a teacher? I, I actually kind of fell into it. Really? Yeah. Um, my undergraduate degree is in business. My husband says I have too many degrees. I didn't know that. No one should have as many no degrees. No such thing. <laughs> <laughs> my undergraduate is in business management. And then I got in, in a position as an assistant Okay. Uh, with Clarksville Community Schools. And I had a principal there that really um, saw potential and asked me if I wanted to be a teacher and I wanted to teach special education. So I... I did. I went back to school and I got my master's in teaching um, in special education. And then I returned to school to get my um, plus 30 in English Okay. Um, because I wanted to open a different door and to have some other opportunities. And then uh, to become dual credit certified um, and Ponder and Smith are shaking their head yes, we had to return to school again and earn 18 credit hours in English above and beyond my plus 30. Um, so we did that as well online. So, um, yeah, I have way too much education, love maybe. It. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I kind of fell into it. And I just love the relationships with the kids. I, right. You know. That's why we're here. That's I mean, why really. we're here. That, that's why Absolutely. we're here. What's been we interesting with this with podcast is, is so many of us, you know, we're like, why education? Why counseling? Right. It's like, well, I started in social work or I started in marketing right. and I just kind of found my way. What about you, Ms. Faulkner? Um, mine was uh, teaching was the backup plan. I actually majored in broadcast journalism at IU. And while I was looking for a job, I wanted to be a TV reporter. I was sending out my demo tape. Um, I... Student taught here at New Albany High School with Miss Suzanne Ponder, the Whoa. best Whoa. supervising teacher. So That's I attribute I all of Ms. my Walton. success. Absolutely. So um, I, I student taught here for a little bit, and I just loved it. I like um, your book and newspaper are my passion. In my early years, I had to teach English to keep a job, you know, because there aren't a lot of full-day journalism programs at high schools. But um 18 years I've been doing it I think it took maybe 12 years to get to where my whole schedule was journalism so I'm pretty happy about that and advising the newspaper and yearbook is my favorite part yeah love it love it um uh, ponder what about you oh gosh goodness gracious um I think the bottom line is I just I like kids to be able to read and write write well yeah and and I think we need a a society of people who know stuff and and are are learned people and so if I can um, teach a kid how to read better or read a contract or you know open 
a great book that they love, then that's what I'm all about. So um, I just want I just want kids to read well and write well. Any book recommendations for our listeners? Oh gosh, um, I just as an English a, teacher, that's the worst. I'm I, th- no. I figured as soon as I said that, I was like, yeah. "This is not like we'll be here. This will not be a ten to twenty minute podcast. Yeah. We'll be here for an hour." We, and you know, I'm in two different book clubs. Oh wow! And the, you know, and so um, we've been doing a lot of good stuff. The probably the most recent one that I really liked was one called "Under the Banner of Heaven," which is follows the story of the Mormon um, fundamentalist. fundamentalists. Um, issues we'll call them that um out in the west so um it, it's a good little non-fiction book if you're interested in that all right and what uh, miss smith i hope she's listening but i was inspired by my junior and senior english teacher miss harris um i went to henryville high school i think she's at silver creek now i'm not really for sure um anyway she was just such an amazing teacher and she took us beyond just reading and writing we wrote a play we produced it we put it on for the school my school did not have theater, so we got to put a little theater into our um, English class. And I just remember thinking, I think this is what I want to do. I mean, it really was her that did that. And so then here I am 20 years later. Love I have it. not written and produced a play, though. But, but. We've learned so much. Mm-hmm. I'm In saying. just a few minutes, I had no idea about any of this. Yeah, and this is why this podcast exists. I love you know? it. Absolutely. Um, okay, one last question uh, before we, we go into the closing Um Students know you all as the, the fabulous teachers that you are, um, but uh, anything maybe outside that you're involved in uh, or something that students may not know about you uh, that, that you would like to share, uh, we'll, uh, we'll start with Ms. Sillings. Ms. Sillings? Oh, gosh. Uh, or I any have, interest or hobbies? Or I have two daughters, uh, and my youngest just graduated from New Albany High School, but I became a grandma this year. Oh, congrats. I have a grandson, That's yes. outstanding, outstanding. So, Ms. Wagner? I love all things food. I like to eat yes. it. I like to cook it. I like to talk we about like to it. Eat in the um, yeah. I like to taste things and pick out what people might have seasoned it with. So I'm a foodie. All right. All right. So those students who are attending the uh, Prosser Culinary Program, hook Miss Faulkner oh, up yeah. uh, with some food that you may make. Uh, Miss uh, Miss Ponder, any any interest outside of here other um, than your two book clubs? My my two book clubs. Yeah. And then something I just started this semester is. Um, I'm going to retire in six years. I'm counting it down. (laughs) And so I'm going to need something to do. And so I um, have become an adjunct faculty at um, JCC over in Louisville. Um, And so I've been um, teaching a humanities class with the UPS School to Work program, which is fantastic. And I want to encourage kids to do that. But I was really nervous about that because it's my first kind of new job in a long time, and I had to actually apply for it and do a resume. Because when you're Miss Ponder, typically you walk in a room and you say, I'm taking this job. This is me, right? They just say, you know, but I had to go through that process. I'm learning a whole new stuff, um, a lot of new programs, and so that's um, kind of a side gig that I'm doing in the evenings, and I had a really good semester. Love it. I'm I'm totally in a role in this course. UPS School to Work. UPS School to Work. Go look into it. It's fantastic. Awesome. Ms. Smith? Mm, um, something interesting about me. About 17 years ago, my husband and I went on a vacation to this really small island in Mexico. Um, it's called, oh, well, I'm not going to say what it's called. But anyway, because <laughs> I may mispronounce it, and then, then they'll make fun of me on, on here. Um, but it, it, anyway, anywho, um, vacationed and came home, and he said, let's go buy a place there. And I thought he was really teasing, and that was a joke, and it wasn't. And 16 years ago, we bought this little condo on this small island in Mexico, and we travel a lot. So that's interesting. We like to go and travel and spend time there. Yeah. That is 
really interesting. Again, the things that you learn on the 1020 Dogcast. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Last question, and it's very, very uh, stressful question. Favorite place to get lunch in southern Indiana or dinner? Uh, I need a recommendation. We'll go, we'll go back here. We'll start with Miss Sillings. Do you have a recommendation for lunch or dinner in southern Indiana? Well, you can find my husband and I at one of two places okay. on Friday evenings. We're either, either Drake's. Okay. They're at the Paddock Shops, I love, yep. I love which that. for yeah. us, where we live, it's a hop, skip, and a jump for us. Um, or you can find us at Charlestown Pizza Company on the square in Charlestown. All right. All right. Ms. Faulkner, any recommendations? You are the foodie. Right. Um, no I like Mexican food, so I will be maybe at Chewy's, any place with chips and queso. Love it, love it. My favorite uh, Mexican restaurant is actually Santa Fe. It's over by the University of Louisville campus. You wouldn't expect it. It's right across from the stadium or the baseball stadium, uh, but it the the best burritos in, in Louisville. I, I, I would argue. I want to say though, if you are ever around Miss Faulkner, you know Miss Faulkner. You don't go out to eat because her cooking is fabulous. Boom. She, her food. She I would share. rather Miss Faulkner cook for us. I've never had Miss Faulkner's food, she so now share. I know. She does she not share. share. Okay. You have, to, to, have, you have to wait until you realize she has finished eating, and then you look <sighs> yes. at her and you say, so can we now can maybe we? have some of that? And then she will say yes or no, maybe. You Love it. Know. Love it. Miss Ponder, any recommendations? Um, I, I just also want to say that during prior to PD days, the biggest topic of conversation is not what interesting things are we going to learn tomorrow? It's what's for lunch. Mm-hmm. And so the, the lunch? text chains about what's for lunch is just outrageous. But um, if I'm on this side of the river, uh, it's probably Dragon King's daughter. Okay. If I'm over well, in DKD, Louisville, yeah. right? If I'm over in Louisville, um, which is where I live, um, it's probably Oriental House on Shelbyville Road, a, a nice old school Chinese place that Love just it. reopened. Love it. Ms. Smith? I have to say it depends on um, the group I'm with. If I'm with my husband, it's strictly wings and french fries, so we're going to be at Rooster's or B-Dubs. Good taste. More specifically, Rooster's four to five nights a week with him. Um, But if it's with my group of friends here, we're going Dragon King's Daughter or Mexican for sure. Love it. Love it. Uh, Ms. Gregory, do you have any uh, lunch or dinner recommendations? I would say, I mean, I'm always craving the Mexican, so I, I love to get me some good PV sometimes. Oh, yeah. Love it, yeah. love it. Well, if I was going to give a recommendation, I would give Legacy Pizza uh, a shout out. They're delicious. Who is the proud sponsor of the 1020 Dogcast? <laughs> hey, we sincerely you. support thank your support. You. Your bread is great. That's right. Salads. Oh. Their salads are delicious. Come on, can we talk about it's those? Like they've got green Canolis. goddess. Is that their little thing? Yes. Cannolis. Mm-hmm. Yes. Green goddess dressing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yes. Yep. It's just you go they in there. They have curbside pickup as well. Come on. Like, that is customer service. And if you're a teacher, yes, you can walk over and grab your pie and get back really quickly. But uh, I think that does it for today. Again, we really appreciate the English department stopping by. Uh, And more importantly, we thank you all for being outstanding educators. I mean it. Uh, We're really lucky to have you all here. Uh, And uh, that concludes today's episode of the 1020 Dogcast, where hopefully we gave you a little bulldog spirit and quality content in 10 to 20 minutes. (laughs) 